0: Today on the podcast, the guys are going to answer another listener's request topic, and it's going to be on something crazy. Uh, Do we want to do this?
1: Yeah, I mean, they asked for it, so. (laughs)
0: All right, grab a coffee, because we're going to talk about Bigfoot. You're listening to the All Out War podcast. Well, hello, warriors. Welcome to another episode of All Out War I am Turner, and you have found the outpost of culture, theology, and politics. We are on episode 21, and I am joined in the studio with my brother, Rosie. What's up, Rosie?
1: Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Yeah? Yeah. Actually, I had a sad realization. What's that? That I bought my last gun. (laughs) You bought your last gun? bought my last gun of the month the year probably oh of the year yeah but not forever no of course not oh okay so yeah. you, are you are you sharing what you got like no you, no okay no <laughs> <laughs> that's but cool it was kind of a sad realization oh no i'm not gonna buy any more guns this year yeah but it's only like two weeks so <laughs> I'll <know, laughs> be okay right? hey you know what's
0: happening in uh december at the end of december what's that my birthday oh yeah so you can have one more reason to buy another gun if you want
1: I don't know if I care that much about you. All right. But, but, uh... Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, anyway, let's get it back on topic. So, hey, yeah. did you know that birds <laughs> have different sexual assignments than <laughs> a, like humans do? So, there's, instead of X and Y, there's a Z and W. Okay. Where the males are ZZ and females are ZW. But listen to this. Okay. Females also have two ovaries, but only one of them is active and the inactive one produces testosterone. Ooh. Meaning that if the primary one lost functionality, they would start spontaneously acting masculine. Dude. And there's even reports of like birds just like certain species of like ducks, yeah, that grow certain colored feathers and stuff like that to attract yeah. like like a like peacock like will, a peacock yeah, attracts yeah. certain yeah. Yeah, so females will start like growing those if they have one of their own if their ovaries damaged, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. That is, uh, nature's amazing. Yeah,
0: the fact that they would have in within them the ability to both do both have testosterone, which I mean, I guess can they produce? Like, I guess they could. Uh, so the and birds they have eggs, so they yeah. have, someone has to fertilize the egg. So would they be able to fertilize their
1: own well, egg? The, I don't know if they could do that to themselves, It'd but be like inbred.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, birds inbred they yeah, all fly sideways I did something
1: about like some male chicken that laid eggs once cool it's weird interesting
0: okay I don't know yeah, man so anyways there you go There's it's a weird world birds we are
1: in. birds are weird and yeah
0: well, hey, I wanted to, before we jump into the topic, which yeah. as you know, you clicked play, you know it's about Bigfoot. I did want to give a shout out. Acts 2 and 42, they have a podcast and we met them on Instagram. Uh, they they uh, contacted us through Instagram and gave us a shout out this week. They're just awesome. I just, I love their heart. I love their spirit. And uh, if you are looking for another podcast to check out, you're not allowed to stop listening to this one, but go check out Acts 2 and 42 Follow them on Instagram, and uh, we're just giving them a shout out, giving them some love um, to our audience because they gave us some awesome love, and we didn't even ask for it. Um, they did a, we did a episode on transhumanism, and they actually did a hu- uh, an episode on transhumanism and found us after we had released ours and said, "Hey, we're doing one too." So uh, check it out and uh, see what they're doing, and enjoy uh, just some more quality podcasting that's out there. You know. Yeah. So, and we might be giving, sharing some other podcasts that we come across, you know, um, as time goes on, uh, we're all in this
1: together. It's all about,
0: uh, learning and growing Yeah, and all that. So,
1: yeah. So I was going to say also, we were thinking about doing, if you guys want to hear it, like what books we're reading or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Cause we both read a lot. Yeah. I mean, I got two books given to me this
0: week. They're behind me over my shoulder. I got to read those, uh, probably before, uh, end of january and i've got like three other books and probably three on my kindle
1: yeah i have so many books
0: if i piled them up on my nightstand i wouldn't i would just be so cluttered it would look horrible yeah (laughs) and i can't read in bed anyways right yeah yeah so this is probably going to go a little long tonight we're uh we are uh talking about the topic of bigfoot and this came as you know through a listener request i stupidly uh asked instagram uh to uh you know, hey, what do you want to hear? <laughs> and so we did a series of episodes based on what some of you guys that listen wanted to hear. And if you're not following us on Instagram, by the way, go follow All Out <laughs> War Podcast on Instagram. It's our most active social media. Um, I carry it on my phone all the time and I'm, I'm always doing, you know, the, you know updates and things like that. Yeah,
1: since we got banned on Twitter already. Uh,
0: yeah, I know. I was trying to explain that to somebody. We're banned on Twitter. We didn't even get one tweet. Yeah, yeah it's because of our name i think probably the war yeah so anyways so we'll we'll get back on <laughs> on twitter i guess somehow maybe we'll change our name or something on yeah. twitter but uh and we also have a facebook page so go go like us on facebook and um you can stay up to date you can, you can actually interact with us through those us uh, our social media as well we we'll, we we actually man them steven and i man them rosie and i do so we'll we'll be on top of that um as much as possible so tonight we're going to talk about Bigfoot, and uh, that was the request, and it's so fun. We've been—it uh, was actually some of the most fun show prep I've ever had to do uh, since we've been doing it, in, in all of our. This is our twenty-first episode. Yeah. So uh, I was, um, it, I was so just blown away. You know, if you just Google Bigfoot, like it literally, it's pages and pages and pages that come up on Google, and uh, the amount of of just. Uh, stuff that you can find the the plethora the spectrum of stuff that you can find from the most bizarre things to scientific it's unreal it's just a it's the depth of it yeah now i did want to just start off by saying that our goal in this podcast episode is not to just talk about sightings and what people have seen and things like that because if you want that you can just there's like literally sasquatch podcasts you can go listen to yeah that are like stories of the sasquatch or whatever, you know. <laughs> and I've listened to them. I've I've actually like found them and listened to them, uh, you know, here and there and stuff. And uh, you know, just
1: just to, there's of, so much craziness out there that some of it's really really fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's literally become a a, a pop culture kind of thing.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, they got him selling beef jerky,
0: <laughs> right? So. Selling beef jerky, <laughs> and then like so. My first experience with Bigfoot. Some of you guys may know this. I think I mentioned it on another podcast, but um. I was in, I think I was in third grade, so it was in the late 70s, maybe really early 80s, but um, so I was at a book fair. We used to have these book fairs every, um, you know, every, uh, you know, year or twice a year or something like that. Yeah, scholastic, right? yeah, Yeah, totally scholastic, and so my mom would give me like an envelope with money in it, and I could go and buy a book, you know, she'd give me like five bucks or whatever, and I'd go buy a book or two and I would never buy a book that I needed. I would only find a book that I wanted. Like I would look first for Star Wars because I was totally in, you know, uh, 1977, the release of Star Wars, the first one that came out, you know, and uh, I saw it in the theater. So I was like blown away. I was a Star Wars fan. I'm I'm an OG Star Wars fan. So I would first look for Star Wars. Then... I stumbled across in this bin. I won't forget this. It was like in this bin of books, of paperback books. And on the cover of the book was a UFO. And then there was Nessie, the Loch Ness monster below that. And then there was that that blurry 1966 picture of Bigfoot where it's like his silhouette and he's like, he's like walking, you know, yeah, and he's yeah. like looking sideways kind of, you know, the famous picture. And uh, that, you know, it had only been out for Uh, maybe 10 years at that point right you know so uh there was uh it was fairly new and exciting and i saw that book and i was like oh my gosh i gotta get this so i grabbed i bought that book and i brought it home my mom my mom was not thrilled about it but uh i remember sitting in my bedroom and just flipping through all the pages and reading it and uh and just there was a show on tv at that time with leonard nimoy as the host and it was called in search of yeah and they would have Nessie and Bigfoot and UFOs, and they would talk about just weird, not like weird paranormal and just bizarre stuff. And I loved that show. It's probably on YouTube. You could probably find it on YouTube. But uh, that was my first encounter with Bigfoot, and I immediately believed. <laughs> like immediately, I was like, "He's real." If I go camping, I'm gonna be my head's gonna be on a swivel. Like I'm totally
1: scared, right? And that was my experience. I don't know about you. Mine was really similar. I remember, uh, I used to hang out in the library a lot because I'm a nerd and I was always a nerd. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, I was just going through the library looking at, uh, I think it, it was in some weird, very small section. And this is, I, I mean, mid, uh, elementary school. So probably the same age, five, six, um, five, six, seven, you know, that age. Yeah. And, uh, Yeah, there was some weird, very small section. I remember, like, what part of the library it was in in my elementary school. Um, I think it was somewhere near, like, historical. I don't know. It was in some weird section. Yeah, they'd always do that, like, in the back corner. Yeah, yeah, it was in this weird corner. And anyway, I just found they just had a bunch of, and I mean a bunch as in, like, maybe 10 total, just on weird UFOs. And it was something very, um, obviously made for, like, elementary school kids, so it was very basic, but the same thing. They just had a bunch of books on, like, the Loch Ness Monster, and it was probably, like, 20 pages. Yeah. And uh, they had one on Bigfoot. So, <laughs> that's how yeah, that's I just cool. read them. And then uh, the internet, you yeah, know, I yeah. grew up on the internet, oh, yeah. so I could find all sorts of just
0: crazy stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. If they would have the internet when I was a kid, who knows what I'd believe right now. I'd be yeah. I'd be so screwed <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> so, the craziest thing that I found, like, so, I was just, like, we talk about pop culture. and Yeah. Uh, yeah some of the crazy things that I found, like the one that I sent you the link to, which I thought was the most absolutely ridiculous thing I'd ever, literally one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen in my life. It was a, a novel of gay Sasquatch is a gay Sasquatch novel.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like and I a guess romance may- novel. And okay. Maybe I remember that I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. There's tons of like gay Bigfoot erotica. <laughs> <What> <laughs> it's like a thing. Word? And maybe that's because I, like you just said, I grew up on the internet. So I <laughs> knew, yeah. And like uh, earlier this year, there's a Virginia congressman who was running for the state and he got in trouble because he, on his Instagram page, he his buddy, or I don't know the whole story because it was so stupid, but he like shared a picture of like a gay Sasquatch book that like his buddy was writing or something like that. <laughs> and he ended up winning the seat, which is ridiculous. His, but His buddy wrote a, a gay erotica I don't novel. know if it was gay but G- uh, yeah or, it was uh, some Bigfoot erotica. Oh my goodness. It's we're and, so uh, depraved
0: as a people, man.
1: Yeah. So anyways, if you <laughs> there's tons, like <laughs> thousands of books on Amazon, like Kindle. I read there is some woman who's been writing like she has like 20 books in some series that <laughs> the name of the series I can't say because it's bad. Um well we are explicit we are marked, I'm not, I'm were, not gonna were say marked
0: as explicit. Not that I want to go there, but yeah. okay.
1: okay. It, was, it was very sexually explicit, and there's like 16 books in it, and she wrote a bunch of other ones. But she said there was at one point in time she was making $30,000 a month just from selling Bigfoot erotica Kindle books. That's So there's obviously a market for it. Hey, this did, is one woman. I just want to announce on Instagram Live, I have a new book coming out
0: in <laughs> January. <laughs> so um, that'll be at my retirement. um Dude, so yeah, that's just insane yeah, to me. Yeah, so there's
1: weird stuff like that. Yeah.
0: But so I found that the 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 Bigfoot gay novel. And then and also if you Amazon search it, it's in Amazon store and the cover art is worth just the Google or whatever. The cover art alone. is like it was like Bigfoot being caressed by another Bigfoot. Oh yeah. He <laughs> was like from behind. <laughs> it was so gross. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, so the other thing that I found was, uh, which it has to – this has to be – it has to be complete sarcasm. It has to be. It can't be real. But it's called the Holy Order of the Sasquatch, <laughs> and it's actually a religious sect. And they actually are, have written three. They call them the epistles. They have the first, second, and third epistle of the Holy Order of the Sasquatch. And and everything is Saint Bigfoot. So <laughs> yeah. And so it's like how to live – through your belief in Bigfoot. and it, Basically, this is their tagline. It says, uh, first of all, they announce on their website that they have the new third epistle of the Holy Order of Sasquatch. It's available. You could purchase it. But uh, it says, welcome to the Holy Order of the Sasquatch. If you can imagine it, you can believe it. If you think you saw something, you did. <laughs> if you think you know something, you do. You already may be a follower of the Holy Order of Sasquatch and not even know it. If you believe in anything that you've imagined, you're already practicing this religion. <laughs> so, <laughs> I I saw that and I was like, what in the world? And and like their Saint Bigfoot, it's like um this... It's the Baphomet. Yeah, with a Sasquatch head, like a Yeti yeah. head. But it's the Baphomet, which is really demonic. Like yeah, yeah. I, every time I see that, I like my hair kind of stands up anyways. But uh, yeah, it's super weird. And they have shirts and they have... Somebody was smart enough to try and capitalize on the pop culture of this Bigfoot and not make 40 grand a month probably but still dude 40 grand a month for a book is insane.
1: That's Well, I think it, yeah, it, from all her books.
0: Yeah. So that's pretty that's pretty good living for somebody that's, you know, that to make believe, right? <laughs> Novel, right? Yeah. Oh man. So so you got all of these uh we we have all of these uh this pop culture i mean we have movies that came out if you remember uh harry and the hendersons you, you never saw it I, I think i saw it i can't remember but it's basically the scene opens up it's a family going camping they hit a bigfoot with their car and then they take him home and uh they try and like domesticate him right and like he's wearing like flannels and stuff <laughs> and he learns how to cook evidently he's a good cook and stuff yeah so uh and it has um John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Yeah. yeah. So I remember looking it up. But you were telling me about a movie that came out that was actually more of like a like a horror. Or like
1: yeah. A- you, well, yeah. You were saying that you wish that there was a bunch of that they made like some good horror movies, and there actually are a couple. I remember I saw. I had to look up the name. Uh, one of them's Willow Creek, and the other one is called Exists. Okay. And they're both really. They're. Uh, I think Exists was like this found footage kind of campy thing yeah but it was actually really good like in the same vein as like blair witch or something yeah yeah that found footage style yeah and uh they were both really good i mean for what they are <laughs> hey f- little known fact my brother-in-law
0: was in blair witch too. <laughs> he played a reporter
1: that's awesome yeah
0: that's pretty cool though so yeah off, so there's off topic there's
1: sorry. also some there's some pretty good uh movies i've seen horror movies that are pretty they take themselves yeah, fairly seriously. So yeah. they're not they're pretty good.
0: So I I I would love like a big budget like in the vein of like Predator. <laughs> yeah. You know, but with Bigfoot. And I think that'd be fun. Yeah, that I would be cool. It'd be a fun movie, you know. Yeah. And release it like, you know, in the beginning of summer or something when everybody's going camping. Right. So it, it yeah, like you know how like the effect Jaws had? Yeah, yeah. Like something like that would be cool. For the woods, yeah. For the woods, yeah. So so like the pop culture that whole thing it's there and you know obviously like I, I, it's so funny even this week I was riding behind a little um a, a little uh Ford Explorer and it had a sticker on the back it said believe and it had a the silhouette of Bigfoot you know <laughs> <laughs> So there's there's it's like um it's more than just like um cult followings and all that kind of stuff it's definitely in the mainstream Oh uh, yeah
1: you know I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone knows – if you say Bigfoot, everyone knows exactly what you're talking about. You're not talking about Shaq with his, like, size 17 feet, you know? Like, <laughs> right, yeah. You, you know what you're talking about. Although he could be mistaken for a Bigfoot. He's so
0: big. I know. <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, yeah, and so sometimes when we think about, like, just the Bigfoot, we it's been termed uh, Yeti, which is, like, the um, – kind of like the Asian, like –
1: Oh, uh, if you want to get it, I have a bunch of like breakdowns. Yeah, let's let's go there. Let's well, first, the first, so uh, I think it, it it would be kind of cool to go through, uh, like a list of different. So I came across this thing. So before we go into like Bigfoot, and to kind of give credence to why people might believe, yeah, I found this list of the weirdest cryptids. Uh, do you want to go ahead? We're probably going to use that word quite a bit cryptid oh, yeah. okay. so go ahead and define that so yeah so cryptid is basically it's from the greek word
0: of uh crypto which is not currency but although <laughs> <laughs> but uh it means uh, hidden and uh in in this term it means animals that are that uh animals and plants presumed by followers of cryptozoology and pseudoscientific subculture that believe that they exist on the basis of anecdotal or other evidence considered insufficient by mainstream science.
1: Yeah, so crypto cryptozoology is basically this uh, zoology is like the study of animals. Mm-hmm. And so cryptozoology is the study of hidden animals or th- mythical possibly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Bigfoot. Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, here's a list of and, and I think we'll get to whether what our personal beliefs are. Yeah. Later. But, so here's a list of animals, and I won't go into the whole history of each animal. Yeah. Um, But in different parts of the world, at different points in time, these were uh, given as, you know, people would say, oh, I saw this really weird thing. And then it turned out to be true. So they were like almost myth. And. Uh, You're right there. Yeah. Yeah. I got <laughs> I got something stuck in my throat. Yeah. And uh, so they, they, you know, they went from myth to reality when they were found. So first I'll read like the name that they were like given or the description. So there was <laughs> this weird mammal reptile beaver tailed mystery beast. right? <laughs> mystery beast. Mystery beast. And it was the duck billed platypus. Oh, cool. So here's where these things you hear about. This, These were the aborigines. They said that they had this you know, history about talking about these weird things, and all of a sudden they turned out to be real. So that's, I mean, I think a lot of people know about the duckbilled platypus. Mm-hmm. There's something called the okapi, um, which is in Africa, and they used to call it the horn-headed, long-necked, striped oddity. Okay. And so I'll just go through another one. Um and I think it's kind of interesting I'll leave on on this is they used to have these reports, and from what I read, these reports went back to 500 BC and they would talk about these hairy wild men of the jungle because so that's what they call this and you know these tribes back then, 500 BC yeah. uh, would talk about you know these very big, strong men that were super hairy that lived in the the you know the forest and stuff like that. And those turned out to be gorillas. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. so, And I heard one too about about the panda bear. Yeah. That the panda was. Yeah, you had said that. Yeah. And it was believed to be mythical, make believe. And then they actually captured one. And. uh, Yeah. So the whole point of that is to kind of give some credence, maybe a little bit to the idea that there are things out there that we don't know about or things that have been found. And also I found this. It said in 2017, and this is uh, indicative of every year, uh, which is kind of hard to believe at our day and age. You know, there's stuff out there that we don't, that we previously had not known about. Yeah. Um, But so, you know, obviously 2018 isn't at the end. And I, I just was too lazy to go through all the different articles talking about specific individual things. But in 2017, Uh, Researchers at the California Academy of Sciences, along with several dozen international collaborators, added 85 new plant and animal species to Earth's tree of life, including 16 flowering plants, three scorpions, 10 sharks, 22 fish, a lizard, an elephant shrew, and a (laughs) slew of species with unique names. For example... A butterfly fish named after Donald Rumsfeld, <laughs> and a bat-wing sea slug uh. named after Dumbo the flying elephant. Uh. Uh, the scientists made their discoveries in five continents and three oceans. So again, uh, you know, just last year they found 85 new plant and animal species, and I assume this year they're gonna come out and say we added, yeah, you know, tons more.
0: Yeah. So the ocean is insane. That like fish and all that. Like we're just so much we don't know yeah but to so it is i mean i'll give you that so like on a sliding scale of like zero to a hundred percent in is do, is bigfoot real does he exist i'm i'm right now like i want it to be at a hundred <laughs> like that's my hope but i'm sitting at about 20 to 25 percent yeah that he's real and and you know obviously i've never seen one but there's reasons for that yeah and i think that um when you think about like the evidence for their existence, like all the evidences that are around, all, like obviously eyewitnesses is, are, are the most compiled yeah. that we see. There's so many reports of seeing a Bigfoot or hear, you know, uh, an encounter. Um, and so there's, that's like, if you're like, a, um, you know, if you're t- like an investigator and you're investigating a crime or something like then you have an eyewitness, then that's a pretty strong, pretty strong, um, you know, Kate, it helps the case. The problem is, is that with with the with Bigfoot, like even when you have photographs, nothing is clear.
1: Like everything's blurry. Like they're always like uh, grainy and. Oh, I can't remember who, which comedian said this, but I remember they had some joke about this, where he said, "I think maybe it was Mitch Hedberg. I yeah. think it was Mitch Hedberg, that <laughs> he said, uh, basically, what if Bigfoot is a blurry character." <laughs> Like, that's part of his being, <laughs> is that he's out of focus. So when you he look said at that, it. Yeah. So, they're actually very clear photographs, but he's a blurry <laughs> creature. And yes. he said, that, that, that'd be actually pretty scary, that there's this... Out of focus, being, walking around the forest. <laughs> that would be hilarious. It's, so. Oh, that's, that's a good point. Well, there's actually a website that's been
0: compiled and um, it comes through what they call the BFRO, which is the Bigfoot Field Research <laughs> Organization. And uh, this guy, this guy named Joshua Stevens, he has a website. He basically, and for his doctoral candidate at uh, Pennsylvania State University, he used all the data data that he could find, starting uh, back. He goes back 90, uh, 92 years, and he compiles over three thousand uh, uh, reports of eyewitnesses of Sasquatch in the United States, in a- Canada, in Canada. Yeah, there's a handful, yeah, it goes up into Canada and Alaska, and uh, so you can you can see uh, the date. And the time, so he has a graph on that goes all the way back to like the like the early 1900s, and then all the way up to today, and uh, it goes up to like I think 2015. But uh, and you can see how you get to the 50s and 60s when there was all of this surge of um, just interest in UFOs and the movies were coming out and all that, and then reports were coming along, and you see the surge in reports. But back in the early nineteen hundreds, like the but you know pre nineteen fifties, it was much less, and uh, which is interesting to me, yeah. That as it enters into the the you know the pop culture through movies and things like that, then you know like the creature of the from the Black Lagoon, right? Mm-hmm. Like that f- famous famous movie. I mean, you know, you've everyone's seen the creature, right? You know, and uh, these things spark interest, and then all of a sudden sightings start happening more and more. It's almost as if our pop culture drove the sightings. Do, does that make sense to you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're talking about like the old, uh, the old hammer that it was like this uh, film company, like hammer productions or whatever. They were the ones that made all those old, Yeah,
0: the blob and UFO movies and uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, like the creature features they used to call them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I guess it's, but a lot of them were old. Uh, I mean, if you think back to like Abbott and Costello, they did a lot of ones with like King, all the old aliens. And I think the, they in were the, in like the 1920s and 30s. Yeah. And they would do stuff with like- uh, Mummies. Mummies and yeah. vampires and like Nosferatu came out, like that very famous uh, vampire movie. Mm-hmm. Um, or Frankenstein yeah. type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they took all these things. Well, I, so I would say that they were already in the- public sphere because you know well maybe frankenstein came out mary shelley wrote it in like the late 1800s like 1891 something yeah. like that yeah it was pre-1900 yeah and i mean so the other thing is with a lot of these and even with bigfoot there are these are myths you know that go back way 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 back so yeah kind of counterpointing and i don't know if you can tell but I think most of this thing is we're going to be bringing up stuff and then either just talking about, so counterpointing it and like yeah. everything back and forth. We're just so, kind of
0: opening the topic up. I mean, uh, I know what I believe and yeah. you, you're going to share with us later what you believe about maybe. it. But may, maybe yeah. keep us as a mystery. But yeah, so this guy put this big map together. What was I thought was really interesting when you look on the map. So the concentration of sightings are in three locations in the United States. It's going to be the Pacific Northwest, so Washington State, Oregon, that whole area. Um, and then the Ohio River Valley, which is basically Ohio, that whole sort of cent- eastern central part of the United States up north. Michigan. But the Appalachian Mountains.
1: Or, no, 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 no. Is it, it more north? Yeah, it's
0: more north. Okay. And, and then and then you have a concentration, believe it or not, down in Florida. Yeah. Th- which was strange to me. Um, I was not expecting that, but I guess the Everglades are...
1: Well, yeah, they have their own... Uh, this might be a good time to kind of break into... So I was going to say with that, Florida has its own uh, version, I guess you could say. Yeah. But they call it the skunk ape down there. <laughs> and uh let me spit out my coke the skunk ape Yeah, right, cool. so they call it the skunk ape and it yeah like <laughs> it's some smelly ape that lives in the everglades and comes out and runs across the highway and stuff like that <laughs> so uh yeah there's a bunch there's so uh, i mean you said that and you're like oh yeah like i didn't know they were in florida i'm like yeah man it's skunk ape you know i heard about that all the time when i and, lived down man, there. man i have family
0: in florida there and it's like central florida and my brother-in-law's
1: a big hunter yeah well most of if you want to know a fact most of florida is all forest yeah it's a lot of forest all up in the middle central florida i mean disney world in orlando which is very central florida it's technically in kissimmee yeah. but uh they it was just a swamp that they started buying <laughs> and building building disney world yeah i wonder so, how many i wonder how many
0: swamp skunk apes they got they had to kill they to, probably
1: killed a bunch you know rip
0: they're buried in the bottom buried of in the castle under,
1: yeah under <laughs> <laughs> or ironically they
0: buried him under it's a small world right yeah <laughs> well uh yeah so y- y- you have the ohio river valley you have florida you have the northwest and in canada they-, they call
1: it a sasquatch yeah right and in america they call them bigfoot florida they call it skunk ape the skunk ape and yeah I-, I got a list open of the other ones yeah uh in nepal so this might give some clarity so it seems like it's Pretty much the same thing. And we're going to go further into when we break down what it could be. Yeah. So, you know, is it the same thing across or cousins or whatever? Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so you have the Sasquatch in Canada. You have Bigfoot in America. Nepal has the Yeti, which is in the Himalayan mountains. Australia has the Yowie. Why? <laughs> the, the Yowie. The yowie. yowie. And Indonesia has the. Orang Pendik. Okay. So I'm not going to pronounce it um, because that would be bad. Yeah, okay. I can't. I don't know. But it's interesting with the Indonesian one. It's actually pretty short. It's not, like, very big. Oh, it's a small guy. Yeah, but they say it's cousin. It's a mysterious, hairy beast that lives in Indonesia. Does he still have big feet, though?
0: I would assume so, yeah. What if he was small but with a like, big old... F- Flappy feet <laughs> yeah.
1: it's like flap flap flap, like, like he's wearing uh, scuba uh fins or something yeah yeah um and i was gonna say this is kind of interesting too i found this which is just crazy that they actually break down the north american variations of the bigfoots oh cool <laughs> the big feet the, big, the, the big, big feet f- i don't know
0: what a plural of. i think foot. i think you could say bigfoot in a plurality just like you would say sheep there's a there's a, sh- a yeah. Well, I saw it, sheep, yeah. Sheep. I saw
1: it, I saw it written as big feet. So <laughs> big feet. on one of the places, I was they're just they're like, oh yeah, you know, there's a bunch of big feet that live around here. <laughs> so I don't know. We got to work out the terminology, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So apparently, according to this, there's four different types of North American Bigfoot, and they actually look different. Okay. So type one <laughs> is called the Patty type patty. That's what they say. Like grabs you and plays patty cake. I don't know. Uh, So this is the, it says, this is the classic Sasquatch. It looks like a cross between a human and a mountain gorilla. It has a large, powerful build and thick, broad chest, usually reported with black hair and gray skin. Hmm. Other hair colors reported are cinnamon and occasionally white. Uh, And the head, though massive has been described as relatively small for the body. I heard that in the summertime, they'll spray peroxide in their
0: hair and sit out in the sun to bleach it.
1: (laughs) Bleach it, yeah.
0: So it's no longer cinnamon, but it's
1: more like a a burnt (laughs) yellow. Yeah, I don't know anything about hair colors. I'm the worst with that. So, (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so then the next one, uh, it says type 2 is more chimp-like than type 1. They are hairy hominids sighted in many areas of North America, especially in the South. And they have a bestial... Neanderthal, Neanderthal, something can get mad at me. Yeah. Man like build with large eyes and large pupil dilation for night vision like a cat. Um, cool. So, yeah, a bit smaller than type ones. They tend to be very territorial and very aggressive towards dogs. And they seem to kill a lot of livestock, especially the smaller varieties such as goats and chickens. And uh, they leave human like footprints, but can seem very much like known primates. Um, so, yeah. I was just waving to our Instagram okay. live. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so you got the cinnamon-haired one. Well, these ones come in different colors, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that uh, would make sense. Uh, Auburn, black, orange, and cinnamon as well. Cinnamon. <laughs> yeah. And so, it's interesting. When you can see these breakdowns, you can hear, like, one's more of a gorilla. This one's more of, like, a monkey-ish Yeah. chimp. Type three... Is often associated with something called a dog man, Ooh. but has become a bit of a catch-all for hairy, large hairy hominoid descriptions. Uh, the most consistent characteristics, however, describe a large dog bear baboon-faced bipedal mammal. So let me just say a hominoid if yes. for the
0: description is a primate or a group that includes humans and their ancestors. So if uh, like. Uh, anthropod, anthropoid apes, I think is what they call them. So, um, you know, if you, if you're like your biological terms there, you can understand what a humanoid is.
1: Right. So this is where it starts getting interesting and we can start going some crazy places with this. Okay. Type threes can be extremely tall, 10 to 15 feet. Wow. With oversized heads that will look more monster like than ape like. Okay. They tend to live up in the mountains, but will come down for food. The fur is usually dark Or deep brown. Um, One witness reported seeing a type 3 wearing animal pelts over their fur. Why? They may eat humans. And it said, but reports of uh, man-eating is rare. So don't worry about it. And uh, they're often based on very old legends. Here's the kicker. Type 3s tend to incite reports of paranormal characteristics. Okay. Like having glowing red eyes or being (laughs) bulletproof at close range. Ooh. And uh, so type four is the last one. It said reports come from the north, northeast. They often refer to as early man, Bigfoot and American Almas. They are the most human looking of the hairy bipedal humanoids, possessing traits of archaic prehistoric man are typically a bit leaner than type one, but are still large and very muscled. Awesome. So you can start hearing... Oh, and then this is a skunk ape. I'll read about the skunk ape since I said something. It's a large, hairy, bipedal mammal that calls the Everglades home. Castings <laughs> of their tracks confirm that they have four toes. They can stand up to seven feet. And, uh, they Only weigh, four toes? Yeah, and they weigh about 350 pounds. So he's
0: more like a medium foot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so uh, yeah, so th- those are the different types of Sasquatch. So you can tell already... It was kind of interesting reading through those that some of them. and I mean, it makes sense that there's different yeah kinds, yeah. Too. so if it's
0: a breed of some kind of animal that if it's if it is an animal, then it would have variations based on location, right. you know, like when you look at you know you look at bears that live in different areas, their pelts are heavier if they're you know or they're just like a polar bear versus like a grizzly bear, right. And they actually can be in the same areas uh, also, which is kind of cool but uh, so anyways uh, I'll, let's we've talked about like what like the, the like like names and like descriptions and all that, but what are they? That's the million dollar question yeah like so I, I'm gonna start with the most bizarre that I found okay. first and then we'll move into more maybe possible realistic, because you're talking about the paranormal uh, one, you know, like with all the red eyes and bulletproof and all.
1: Yeah. Type three.
0: So I found one and they believe that Bigfoot is an interdimensional uh, creature. So he can span in and out of time. And there's this weird, uh, and I don't even, it's like reading it was actually confusing, but <laughs> they actually somehow connect him with UFOs. So he may be from a foreign world like yeah. off planet somewhere and uh and so they say that many times um, when they encounter them uh you know f- weeks after their trip weird things happen in their house and things so it, it's almost as if there's like this radiation of weird activity that happens that's interdimensional and uh and like when they would look into their eyes they would see like like just soulless uh, darkness you know yeah and that there would be um even like um it would it would exude like a really disgusting odor Stink. Yeah, yeah like a nauseous like it would make them sick um odor um, so there's all these things that are connected with it but um but what was the funniest was an article that i came across and and this is crazy i just got to read part of it and it's from the 60s but it says the cia's UFO Bigfoot evidence, <laughs> <laughs> and the summary of the story is this: is that in the 1960s there was a group of two couples. They were at the beach, and they drove down to the beach, and their car was on the beach, and um, they were in, uh, uh, they were somewhere in um, near Lake Erie, up in uh, that part of Western Pennsylvania, that Ohio River Valley area, yeah. and uh, so they were up there, and uh, what happened was is it was a remote area on a peninsula. They were out there hanging out, swimming and sunbathing all day, and they went to leave, and their car got stuck in the sand. So two of them went to go get help. While they were gone getting help, um, there a police officer came by with a guy, and he's like, hey, do you guys need help? They're like, yeah, we actually sent someone to get help. And, uh, and he's like, well, cool, we'll come back in about a half hour and check on you guys. We're just going to go make some rounds. They leave. And all of a sudden, uh, in the car, they see um, this UFO over the woods. And there's like a tractor beam, like, shooting down into the w- woods, and it's, like, tracking something. Like, it's almost like a spotlight, right? right? Now, this is the 1960s. So, you know, they did have helicopters. I don't know if they had that kind of stuff. But anyways, they said it just, all of a sudden, the light turned off, and it just went, like, at supersonic speed, pew, gone, like, disappeared. Um. then the police officers showed back up and they they uh, said, hey, what's going on? I said, well, we saw something really bizarre up, up at the other end of the beach there over the woods. And they're like, okay, well, we'll go check it out. So they walk up, they get about 300 yards away and the horn on the car starts honking frantically. So they turn around and they're freaking out, the two ladies in the car. They run back and they report that this huge, hairy, tall thing was standing in front of the car and when they began to honk the horn it jumped and it scratched the roof and then it lumbered off into the woods yeah so the official report was that it was a raccoon right <laughs> you know that oh this was a raccoon not a not a yeti or a bigfoot or a sasquatch or whatever but when the federal government gets involved and they start to get around it they they actually made a doc they they documented a ufo sighting because other people saw it and so now they're marrying the ufo with the bigfoot and that he's possibly an alien so you've got a theory that number one he's possibly interdimensional so he's some kind of spirit demon going through different realities somehow and when he shows up weird weird stuff happens like you know like it messes with people like they're like like it scars them deep inside. Like they can't even describe it. Like they start to tell the story and they can't even get through it because it's so terrifying to them. Um, and then you have the next story of a CIA and the UFO. And so he's, he's this alien and you were telling me a story about grays, which are another, you know, name for aliens. Uh, you know, a a specific
1: type of alien.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That you were saying that they're sort of AI and, uh, they're sent here as probes to, like, investigate and search. That's a theory, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, Oh. yeah, yeah. So I was saying that uh, usually there – I think there's mostly three different types of aliens – I'm going off the top of my head – that most people encounter. And I think the most common is referred to as the greys that have the – like the long neck and the weird, the long, yeah. yeah, they're super like elongated, and they have the big black eyes, and they have like gray skin. Yeah, and I was saying one of the theories about that is with the extra, extra uh, dimensional travel and that kind of stuff. That basically the the the, the idea is that if you're a super advanced uh, species of alien, you're not going to go send. Like your best people you know to go explore right you're going to be well basically so they say these ai uh, the grays or whatever are basically an ai or an artificial intelligent robot sure and even and you you'd have to think if something could uh i guess falling in line with theory travel extra dimensions and stuff like that and master all these you know Literally warping space-time and yeah. all these things, they could, they have, uh, I don't want to say flesh and blood, but a, uh, an, uh not an artificial, uh, like they're tangible, these things. Physical. Physical, yeah. yeah. They, they, Um, you know, most of our robots, I can't think of the term that I'm trying to think of, but our robots look very robotic. Yeah, yeah. And they don't have like skin that is very similar. Right, to, right. So that's one of the things that they said is yeah the greys are could be these the little robots or the minions that don't really have much. Uh, so my thought was yeah
0: if those are the rob the greys are the robots and if 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 Sasquatch is a is an alien what if he's like he's the one that made the greys they are the ones that made the greys and they're the ones that that sent them like yeah I was thinking how that, crazy would that be I was what?
1: thinking more along the lines when you said that was that these because the greys are very typically very short yeah. i want to say they're like three and a half to five feet tall or something oh, really? something like that they're normally very short that they would bring along the sasquatch that hang out in the rocket ship or you know the spaceship <laughs> oh, like a pet no not like a pet but oh. maybe like a worker because these greys aren't very strong oh yeah so if you have these little robots and Le- then you have these legitimately like chewy
0: yeah chewbacca
1: chewbacca you know like he can go and like rip trees up and (laughs) you know survive in cold things protect them i don't know that's yeah that's what i was thinking maybe he's like the the muscle the (laughs) the muscle.
0: oh you gotta you gotta tell the story about the (laughs) chukuchabra what
1: is i don't know how to say the Uh, cuckoo pajabra oh what uh, is it oh so i was reading these uh these facts about it and Uh, this is great there's so much stuff and they said, so there's this uh, in Appalachia, which is, you know, West Virginia and stuff like that. Uh, so the Chubacabra is another uh, cryptid that I, I think it's mostly in South America. You hear a lot about it. Like the Chubacabra is like some weird dog, like reptilian almost thing that like eats cows and uh, it's typical. They kill sheep and stuff like that. They yeah. drain its blood. So this thing said, in Appalachia, chupacabras are referred to as West Virginia vampires, (laughs) thanks to the local belief that they suck on the blood of woodland creatures, right? So the theory goes that Bigfoots may use chupacabras in the same way that hunters use bloodhounds, with the chupacabras catching the prey and the Bigfoot swooping in to retrieve the body. In return, Bigfoot acts as muscle for the chupacabras, <laughs> protecting them from traps when curious monster hunters get too close.
0: I'm sorry, that just makes you the, the muscle for. The yeah,
1: shark. I love how they describe that.
0: Uh, oh my gosh!
1: So they may we may have a uh, which is kind of scary if all these animal uh, cryptids that we don't know about are like actually working together. That that was uh, like that's, the underground. It's so awesome. I love, I can totally picture that too. Um, like somehow they domesticated the Chupacabra oh, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, so I found this is that, uh, what's his name? Tom, Timothy Daly, who they describe as a Christian activist who is, uh, he works with a bunch of, uh, councils and research groups and stuff like that. Christian ones. So apparently he, re- he said, on our Christian radio show, uh, the Janet Mefford Live, okay show, yeah, that a demonic that <laughs> that it's actually the Bigfoots are demonic virtual reality. <laughs> so this is what he said: it's all pa- it's part of the devil's modus operandi. Hmm. He has always used this kind of phenomena to once again destabil- destabilize, to engender fear, to open us up to the possibilities of other realities and other beings and then we begin to get involved with demonic spirits so yeah all through history there have been many many different varieties of beings that are primarily spiritual beings that have terrorized civilizations and peoples and non-christian cultures are very aware of this so he said uh he argues that bigfoot and other elements of this paranormal conspiracy seek to subvert and ultimately transform the rational view of the world through mysterious entities that thrive on instability confusion and fear and he pointed out a bible verse that mentions powers of darkness that love darkness rather than light as an explanation of why most bigfoot or other anomalies are photographed most often at night okay which isn't true because like that famous they're not yeah so anyways that's one christian's perspective is that they're demonic but
0: i don't know that guy and i don't even know that radio show but uh That's an interesting take on it. Yeah.
1: And I was going to say also with the UFO phenomenon, here's a really funny story from the Yowie in Australia. Okay. And the title of this is called, What's the Connection Between Australia's Bigfoot, the Yowie, and quantum physics? (laughs) Okay. Uh, So they said, uh, in the Blue Mountains region uh, west of Sydney, uh, Jerry and Sue O'Connor have experienced repeated encounters with Yowie on their property. They have reported seeing large, hairy ape men close to their house, which have left tr- tracks and thumped the walls, which is common. Like you, you hear in Bigfoot stories that they like hit trees or they, you know, like uh, hit buildings and stuff like that as some sort of communication, maybe. So the Connors also reported a sort of electrical. Phenomenon that accompanies the encounters There you go The sickening feeling is often centered on the kidneys They said They explained sometimes it creates a burning sensation More often it feels icy cold Like liquid nitrogen Sometimes it induces a degree of paralysis Leaving them barely able to talk Sometimes it leaves them Feeling very thirsty The electro feeling sometimes wakes them From a deep sleep They are certain yaoi's somehow project it Oh wow! And they said they're uh, the Yawies are seemingly drawn to an electric electricity meter and fuse box, and uh, apparently Bigfoots are big feet, whatever, <laughs> are drawn to electricity and stuff like that.
0: That's interesting.
1: So yeah, another kind of interesting, weird that they might have, you Just- know crazy psychic powers that they're interdimensional beings that can travel and make your kidney hurt do all sorts of stuff Uh, yeah make your kidney (laughs) hurt (laughs) so there is you
0: you mentioned the demon thing and there is a a common in the within christian circles a common uh i hear this even my uh one of my friends said this to me when we were talking. Was, he's was like, hey, what are you doing on the podcast? I'm like, Bigfoot. And he's like, oh, what? Are you crazy? He goes, dude, I think that they're Nephilim. And uh, I was like, man, are you, what? So I, I I dug into that a little bit. And uh, so for those that are our listeners, are the Nephilim are mentioned in the Bible in the Old Testament. Goliath was the last mention of a Nephilim that we hit in the old testament uh when david killed goliath he was a nephilim nephilim according to genesis 6 and other extra biblical sources like uh, the book of enoch and other things um, they believe that the nephilim are the the offspring of when the sons of god came down in genesis 6 and um and basically had sex with the daughters of men and the result of those of that offspring would, would be these giants, these Nephilim. And, uh, and even the early church um, and second temple Christian or second temple Jews and early Jews, they all believed that when Nephilim were killed, like in the flood or uh, when, like when some that survived afterwards, which is still sort of mysterious, like why didn't they all die in the flood, but they came from a spiritual source. So maybe that spiritual source wasn't killed in the flood and was able to, have, you know, impregnate other women or whatever. But uh, they say that the souls of those Nephilim, that when they died, because they are partially spiritual, are what we now know as demons. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about that before. Um, And so it's hard to make a jump between, you know, a hybrid – person giant this nephilim and then into uh bigfoot and so they make a correlation based on the height you know like oh well they're tall you know well giants are tall and neph you know goliath was tall and all this other stuff and we and we know that um these giants did exist i mean there was obviously it's in the bible they they totally mentioned they actually mentioned more proof of that than some of the other things that people believe in right but so the only place that i could find that would connect it was through this book of jasher which jasher's um it may be in the apocrypha i'm not positive i'm not a catholic so i don't read the apocrypha but uh jasher mentions that the sons of god mixed with animal to create animal hybrids and that would be um where we might get the like the centaur looking creatures like the half horse half man things which is still just crazy to me to even think about but uh they would say that maybe nephilim are the result of that or I mean, uh, big feet, bigfoot is the result of
1: that weird hybriding. So they came down, and saw a bunch of gorillas, and were like, "Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's disgusting." But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not more disgusting than gay bigfoot erotica, right? Right. Writing about <laughs> you being a person wanting. Ugh, uh... <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> so but I don't. Yeah. yeah. So I don't believe.
0: I don't think they're Nephilim. I don't think, I think Nephilim are spelled out in the Bible for us. And, and I mean, obviously there's that, you know, open door of possibility because it's, it's a weird thing and we weren't there. We don't know. But uh, then, then you have, so you have like these, you know, we have sightings. So I'm talking about evidences. Now we have sightings, eyewitnesses. We have the CIA UFO yeah. <laughs> report, uh, which is, believe it or not, you know, it's that's something that enter into evidence. Um, you know, the CIA. They're I don't know if you believe they're trustworthy or not. I think they are, but uh, anyways. Uh, then you have uh, scientists that are coming out now. They say estimate that about twenty percent of our scientists actually believe in the existence of Sasquatch or of Bigfoot. But they're afraid to come out and talk about it because of the fact that they're ridiculed so much. And, you know, I was joking with you about it before. I was like, yeah, it's like when they're a Christian, they can't come out and say that they're a Christian. Right. They'll get ridiculed. But uh, a famous uh, primate scientist, um, Jane Goodall, you guys m- might remember her, She, James, Jane Goodall, she was uh, she actually believed in the existence of Bigfoot. Yeah. And believe it or not, there's actually a move, a movement, the state of California – and in Canada, are both being sued by two different individuals to allow our, our like in America, the the in California in particular, the the Fish and Wildlife Game Protection to acknowledge Bigfoot as a species to be protected and not hunted. Yeah, and they're suing to get it put on that, you know on that uh, list uh, or whatever. Yeah,
1: I've read a story about some woman where she came out and she's like, I saw a Sasquatch. Like, here's some video of it. And they're like, that's that's a bear. She's (laughs) like, no, I'm going to sue you. Like, you're going to acknowledge that what I saw was real. It's what I thought it was. The guy that's suing in Canada
0: is – he's really – he's got, like, YouTube channels and all this other stuff that I I found. And he is literally going – Uh, Like he's trying to take a biological scientist, like a biology scientist, a doctor, and out into the woods to get sightings. And they're like, he's like putting apples in places so that they'll go up and get their apples and and, uh, he can try and get a picture and all that stuff. And just to prove to this scientist that, hey, yeah,
1: uh, Bigfoot's real. So speaking of apples, I want to say there's a couple of stories that, uh, so here's another thing. Yeah, one Bigfoot type called a Yahoo, which is in the West Virginia mountains, uh, claims that it eats a lot of golden delicious apples. <laughs> golden delicious. So it, those are actually are great apples. That's apparently something. And along with that, so here's another story. Since we're talking about apples eating apples, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, a woman in Michigan in New Ni Wago, County, Michigan, told Discovery News that she has been interacting with and actually feeding a large family of close to 10 Bigfoot-like creatures (laughs) who live in her woods near her home for the past two years. That's what she says. They get fish every day, a bucket of fruit, a bucket of (laughs) dried dog food. Their favorite food is blueberry bagels. If I'm not baking them, I go to different stores to buy them. Uh I tell them they are feeding the wildlife. Uh, you know what I heard they like is Taco Bell oh well apparently it says that their scat is as big as an apple pie so uh, I don't know how Taco Bell would how it would, uh, affect them what if it just really wrecked them dude I would and all that hair man that's all the hair oh my God! that's goodness. messy oh, this, a, this podcast is a waste man maybe that's why they smell so bad the uh. skunk <laughs> apes they're eating all the Taco Bell they're going through drive through they just stink because they can't
0: clean it so they—so what they do is they do trans-dimensional they appear in the kitchen of the Taco Bell when it's closed eat all the food then disappear go back in the woods and just just like let it take its effect yeah drop their scat as you would say maybe oh man and then they use chupacabra to like clean
1: themselves. Ugh. <laughs> well, it would be that there's a Mexico connection. Mexican food, Taco Bell, <laughs> Mexican chupacabra.
0: Chupacabra's like, hey man, I need some tacos. Oh, I'm missing my tacos, man. I need my tacos, homie. <laughs> I need my tacos, and he's like, I got you, bro. I got you. <laughs> hey, how is it that the uh, the uh, Australians did in that that thing you found where they were talking about like what it would sound like? Was, oh,
1: I think they're a <laughs> Bigfoot for it's like this. <laughs> so that's gonna Oh, hey, what's up, little cobra? Yeah.
0: Oh, is somebody bullying you. Let me help you out, <laughs> little buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee whiz, this thing is going off the rails. Yeah. So all right, so the other evidence is that I just want to try and get a little more serious because I talked about scientists. But the other ones are like bones. So we have sightings and like we're talking about like, you know, what's C S I on this joint like the evidences. so we have sighting eyewitnesses but all the pictures are blurry and nobody can confirm it and there's a lot of similarities and 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 then you add into it just the multitude and multitude and multitude of hoaxes that have been perpetrated throughout the past 20 years that people try and prove he's bigfoot and then they do research and they realize no that is a you actually made that that's completely fake yeah you know um uh so and then my big thing this is why i don't think that they exist this is my big thing, is that I think that, that there we would have bones, you know, somewhere. Somebody would stumble across a carcass when one gets old and sick and dies, or gets attacked by another bear or two Bigfoot get in a fight, you know, they can't always get along, you know, right? And so I would think why can't why don't
1: we have any bones? Yeah, and what I countered with that Yes. Which threw me for a loop, by the way. Is apparently, according to Bigfoot lore, they bury their dead they bury their dead and according to one woman in portland oregon she found a bigfoot burial ground in the oregon wilderness in 1993 so they're going to have to check in on each other and they found these big bones yeah um and what i said with that like finding these bones cuz they are they have found bones of big things that are similar to humans yeah um so and we usually say that as That'd be proof of giants. Right. Maybe it's a Nephilim. Right. The Nephilim. So other than that, you know, there haven't been a lot of bones, but again, if they're burying their dead in the ground, maybe we aren't finding them or they're being misidentified or... I
0: wonder if they're like Canada geese where they have to like, uh, they mate for life, you know, if they mate for life. Well, yeah.
1: I mean, how else would they... reproduce? I can't remember. I don't have any articles or anything to read off of. Yeah. But that woman said that she had a family of them she was feeding them blueberry bagels there's like 10 of them
0: they have St Bigfoot come and do the ceremony for the wedding yeah St Bigfoot yeah <laughs> yeah so so but that's for me is like there's like I want some evidence and like even there was a really um a really scientific they did a they found some hair and they did a DNA DNA this veterinary uh uh she was a veterinary genetics DNA. She had a lab and she would, she took this hair that supposedly they had found. And when they did the DNA research on it, uh, it was like, okay, no, this is actually like a mixture of like uh, bear and goat and like something else, you know, and they're like, it's not even, it's so corrupted, like it's corrupted evidence. It's not even, you can't get
1: what, what it should be out of it based on the genetics. Yeah. And, and I heard there's this other DNA thing that they found. That when they went through it, there was no markings of anything close to any species. Right. So they're, they're, they they' there were like this isn't even close to anything. So it's it stands alone. It stands alone. But if it would, but it was, it was a ape. prehistoric ape, then it would. Yeah. If yeah. it was an ape, like if it was a creature it, that was. Yeah. There, it should have some DNA marking close to something. That's right. Because species come out of species. So, you're going to have something
0: out of that spectrum of species that are going to be related. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Unless it's an interdimensional traveling <laughs> being and it doesn't have any close things. So. Right. Well, I wonder if there are any like prematurely balding big feet. There would have to be. Yeah. Or maybe, it- they ha- maybe they don't walk around America. <laughs> or they don't walk around. It's, cause com- it's like one of those cats that have no hair. Yeah, the Siamese. <laughs> yeah, I think Like Doctor so, like Evil's cat. Are, yeah,
0: remember that? Doctor Evil had that cat, and it had no hair. So yeah. disgusting. What if there was like a Bigfoot like that? You know, how terrifying. That would that would be more scary. I think. You stumble on that thing in the woods. You're like, uh, just a big naked dude. Just <laughs> yeah, big naked with a big forehead. He's got these big long arms hanging down. <laughs> He's like, do, do you have any blueberry <laughs> bagels? I'm really hungry for some blueberries. And he's got his little chuk- chukupabra on his leash. Chupacabra, Chupacabra. Yeah. I'll never be able to say that word. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, for me, like the bones is a big deal and all of that. But um, and he's not. I don't think he's. I don't think it's a. It's a spiritual creature. If he, if he exists, my here's where I land on it. Okay, and this is where I land on. It. If he exists, if it exists, it's a prehistoric creature that has just been hiding out, or it's a. It's like. Like I would say, like you know, like when they discovered the panda, it was like hidden. Yeah. They a lot of myth about, it, and then all of a sudden they have it. Now we can actually like breed them, and you know China sells them to us to like hang on to and show in a zoo. Um, that would just be incredible if we could capture one and put it in a zoo. That would be incredible. Yeah. Unless it couldn't survive in captivity, like a great white shark can't, you know, survive in captivity. I don't know if right, they do yeah. that. They just die. Like what if... makes sense? Yeah, but you got to find one to try it before you can exactly. know. So.
1: Yeah, and I mean every time you, you listen to all these reports and this is where it keeps getting like contradicting itself and like self-fulfilling the problems where you're like, "Oh, well, yeah." You know, every time we try to catch it if it's like a hidden thing, they're like, "Yeah, well we try to catch it and then it disappeared." Right. we shot it with a, we shot it with a bunch of guns to try to get it and it just disappeared. So it's you know. Yeah. Yeah, and so now you're starting to get into, like paranormal weird stuff. Yeah, so stuff it all about... just keeps going and it keeps
0: And that's like, why it's like that's why that's why right there that's for me that's why i think it's just a a legend it's i think can you imagine like okay if it's not real somebody started this whole thing and it just kind of went through like i know ancient indians and tribes of indians had you know you, you were talking about how they had like in the amazon or whatever they had these ape men that were living there and they it was it turned out to be a gorilla yeah whatever but I just think that I, I just think that if if it was real, if they did exist, we have we have so much uh, we in America in particular, and where they're saying they are, like in the, just take the Ohio River Valley area, there you got so many big cities near there. We people are going out there hunting all the time. Why haven't we found and discovered and trapped one? Like why haven't we been able to do that? You know, that's the thing that bugs me the most. Like. That's why I'm just not. I don't believe it. Yeah. Okay. So there's three thousand sightings from 1920s to 19, you know, twelve or 2012. Okay. Big deal. Give me a. Give me a creature. Shoot one. Trap it. Even hit it with a dart gun. I don't care. Like sedate it. I want. I want to see one. Yeah. You know, not some blurry photograph. You know, I want to see one. And I want to do an autopsy on it if we can and figure out
1: what it is. But
0: it's more than likely, if they do exist, it's more than likely an animal.
1: Yeah. And I was going to say, I found this. It's the... You're going to have to pr- mispronounce. Or, uh, so, I guess maybe like the last thing that we're going to fall on it, what it could be, is they actually was an extinct genus of ape that existed. And we got into a whole debate about this, but I'm just going to yeah. read what the Wikipedia page says. <laughs> That existed from perhaps 9 million years ago to as recently as 100,000 years ago in what is now India, Vietnam, China, and Indonesia. And it says, oh, so the name of this thing is, uh, uh, I'm going to mispronounce this, (laughs) Gigantopithecus blackie is what it's called. Okay. And so they have found bones and stuff of this giant ape. Uh, it's, uh, the first ones were found in China. Uh, there are fossilized teeth and bones that the Chinese used for like medicine. Hmm. So of course they did. Yeah. Of course they're going to grind up anything <laughs> and, uh, try to make drugs. But, uh, yeah. So, and it says that they a- were up to Chinese secret. ancient, I'm not going to do a voice. I'm going to get in <laughs> trouble. Uh, so they stood up to about 10 feet tall and they weighed, uh, approximately twelve hundred to thirteen hundred pounds, mm. so that kind of fits the bill, and that's kind of with the uh, what it you know if it exists if it was a thing that kind of fits the bill. Yeah, of what it is a big. Did they uh,
0: ape? Did you ever see anything about like cave drawings of Bigfoot or anything like that? Oh, I didn't even think
1: about looking up for those. I'm sure there probably is something out there.
0: Yeah, those are kind of fun to look at too. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, dude, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I, I don't know if I have a definitive on it for sure. I, I mean, obviously, everybody's going to have their own opinions on it, but no one's going to know for certain. That's the craziness about this whole topic. They're just not until we have physical evidence in our hands, scientifically studied. Even if it was like, okay, we tagged it, <laughs> we released it back into the wild. Now we're following it. You know, we know what's going on. Yeah, something like that. Um yeah, that's 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 until that happens. I'm just gonna be. Uh, I want to believe, but hey, here's where I sit with it all. Yeah, you know, and so if you believe, I don't. I'm not. I'm not dissing you. Yeah, yeah. you know, that's cool. I was
1: gonna Good say, yeah, I never really. This is as much thought as I've ever given into the Bigfoot. I know, because um, I'm not. I like w- a lot of weird stuff, but I've never been really big into like the cryptozoology stuff. So I I don't really have any idea. Um, I think that it, it the Earth and the planet is vast enough to yeah for something to exist. So I take a different approach from what you said, is that you think that someone would have had to have caught one now. Yeah, and I would say I think that there's plenty of space that if it was intelligent, it could uh, outdo you know elude elude hunters and stuff like that so that's kind of oh, yeah. i i could see that maybe yeah but i mean we've got think about this dude
0: in the war on terror yeah we have satellites and drones that will fly over and they pick up heat signatures yeah right why why can't we do something like that and look for heat signature we see deer we see beer we see a bear we see a fox but well because we rabbit.
1: don't have because the, the NSA and NRO aren't letting in, us in, do that <laughs> well no they're not going to spend time <laughs> flying over drones to go but we can we can get for, pri- we can do privatized. man we need to talk to Elon Musk get
0: him on this thing yeah I mean Elon, I, come on discover Bigfoot for us yeah <laughs> so that was the other thing you're talking about interdimension they said that nessie was an interdimension too like i've heard yeah i've heard that too at the bottom of the lock there's some kind of gateway and they poured and it yeah. com, every every 300 years it comes back or something. that's why the sightings are or like every 70 years it comes back and yeah they,
1: um you know anyway actually that's a whole thing nessie that it's a they say that there's a species there's a whole bunch of different ones they just discovered or something like that or revealed made a statue for um a Loch Ness, or... In Scotland? The, the equivalent you know, in uh, Japan. Oh, wow. I just read. So... Hmm. They discovered, like, a creature in the ocean? They think they did. Oh, They cool. started seeing sightings. So, again, there you go. Some cr- prehistoric, possibly prehistoric creature that they're all, lives. They're all coming back before Jesus comes back. Yeah. Uh, so. Maybe they're flying, you know, from the hollow earth. They're coming out of... Uh, <laughs> Antarctica. Antarctica. They're coming through... Um, Actually, I was listening, this is totally off topic, but I was listening to an interview with a guy that was talking about Antarctica and scientists have actually found new species of like fish and sharks and stuff like that. uh, Yeah. Aquatic life. Yeah. That has come out of that area oh really to, from antarctica like, like migrated down somehow like yeah. in schools of yeah of the, new things so they have discovered new things coming from antarctica and i'm gonna say that's because that's where the center of the, the whole the center of the earth and they're coming back out <laughs> so you never know they go in there to warm up come go back in there out. to warm up and come back out yeah, yeah. all right
0: maybe that's so, maybe bigfoot has like a, a whole like a whole village in the, maybe <laughs> under the underground or something but if the earth's flat how can it have ho- hollow hollow
1: well, that's where they differ.
0: They're not yeah. compatible.
1: So, Well, that's, that's why you never hear any hollow earth, flat earthers. <laughs> it's going to be, it'll, trust well, me. Well, it could be. At
0: some point, There will come out. They'll, like, yeah, they'll buy well, it. Yeah,
1: I mean, it could be. If it's just flat, it could be a rectangle and go inside. so bizarre. <laughs> so, anyways.
0: There you go. Uh, so, we have unpacked and thoroughly talked about Sasquatch, Yeti, Bigfoot, Yahya, <laughs> whatever. Yowie. Yowie, whatever. And, uh, so I, it was that was fun. And yeah. I think the most important lesson that we learned from this whole podcast is to never ever ask our listeners again to give us <laughs> topics to. <laughs> I won't be doing that again. And so uh and you know who you are who who requested that.
1: Yeah. Although uh, I think a lot cuz we totally should. it was super fun. Yeah, it was super We're gonna fun. We're going to ask you guys again. Yeah. Whatever. If you ever had anything
0: just send it in. Yeah, just 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 yeah, just ping us up on the Instagram
1: or email. It's uh all Out Warcast at ProtonMail.com. There you go. There you so go. So you can send us stuff there. Yeah. Right now it's just junk mail.
0: So send us mail at alloutwarcast at Proton...
1: ProtonMail.com.
0: ProtonMail.com. We'll check it. Hey, it's was a great episode. Rosie? Yeah. I'll catch you next time. For sure. Listener, thanks for hanging in with us. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the All Out War podcast today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to know more, you can visit us on the web at alloutwar.us or you can find us on Twitter at alloutwarcast. Hey, thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.